Hey, Nick, let's uh, bag this joint and go to the mall. I used to work at a mall. I'll be good. You want to go? Sure. Okay, bye, guys. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> hey, guys, it's your favorite final girl and boy, Emily and Nick, coming at you with a new uh, new episode of Gag Me With a Knife, a weekly podcast where we dissect, disembowel, and uh, shred the, west, the best and the worst slasher movies. This week, we'll be discussing 1989's Phantom of the Mall. Uh, as always, Eric's Emily, revenge. Eric's revenge. As always, uh, Emily has the VHS. Uh, so let's uh, let's see what's on the back of that fucking box, and, and uh, then after that, let's take a shopping spree. <laughs> a year after her boyfriend Eric burns to death in a mysterious fire, Melody vows to put her traumatic past behind her, but the past isn't ready to let Melody go. When Melody and her friends get jobs at the new mall, haunting reminders and inexplicable events begin to occur. With the help of the newspaper photographer, she learns the truth about Eric and the trail of grisly murders at the mall. 1989, what do you think about this uh, Polly Shore joint? Well, I think uh, Gaston LaRue, the uh, author of Phantom of the Opera, is spinning in his fucking grave. Uh <laughs> Actually, I also think that this is a way better uh, representation of uh, Phantom of the Opera than um, Andrew Lloyd Webber could have ever dreamed of. Yeah, I wonder what he would think. Well, I mean, he's still alive. Oh, he is? Andrew Lloyd Webber? Oh, yeah, he is. I yeah. wonder what he thinks. Yeah, he just had that shitty Cats movie come out. Oh, yeah. I didn't see it, but I heard they I edited heard out it. the buttholes. <laughs> Release the butthole cut. <laughs> so the internet's saying. So what'd you, what did you what you think you th- I loved liked it? it? Yeah. I fucking loved it. I, this is one of my favorites that we've done. Um, this is my kind of movie. It's kind of a creature feature, in, but it's also a slasher, and it's also 80s as fuck. And for some reason, but Mor- on Morgan the tail fucking end. Fairchild's in this motherfucker. Yeah. Like, I, I, it's wonderful. Morgan Fairchild was in... Um, she was a TV uh, uh, starlet. I thought she was in, like, Dynasty or something. I think she was. Okay. Well, yeah, she is in it, but... I also... I, I grew up to knowing Morgan Fairchild of her many appearances on the Arsenio Hall show. I did not. <laughs> but, um... Oh, you remember Arsenio, though. Yeah, of course. Um, woo, woo, woo. I, I do like this movie. Um, I'm not sure if I liked it as much as you. I do like the 80s vibes, though it is on the tail end of the 80s. Um, and actually, it didn't come out... On VHS until the ninety until nineteen ninety, but um, that's whatever. Uh, and I do like Polly Shore in this movie. I do too. I think he's got a really good um, blend of his later comedy mixed with like a little less of that in- insanity character, it's, whatever it's that he has. Proto Weasel. It's the beginning of the Weasel. It's the launching pad. Yeah. And I, you, I, you can tell that his mother, Mitzi Shore, did not do him any favors and he had to do it on his own. He did, yeah. Um, I also really did not like the character of Peter. He creeps me out. He was on Melrose Place for a long time, and he, which, uh, by the way, was not as good as Beverly Hills 90210. And he was on Silk Stockings. I remember him from those. Um, I think he was on, actually, the new 90210 as well. But, but um, his hair is perfect. His hair was perfect. Um, so, yeah, I, I did like it. Uh, there were some parts of it I was just like, what the fuck? I mean, I, there were parts I was just like, what is this? What's happened? What's, what is going on? I, when those parts were happening for me, I was like, this is the kind of movie I love. Well, right. But, um, yeah, 
So we start out um, with the first person POV. Mm-hmm. So heavy breathing. Yeah, we start out with that. Um, the title screen has not happened yet, so we have a scene before the title screen, which uh, that had kind of stopped happening by this point in slashers. But it does open with a first-person POV in what looks to me like an air vent. Now, later on, we'll find out. I, I don't know. So half the time, I don't know where the fuck this guy is, mm-hmm. actually. But um, he's taken clothes off a mannequin. And uh, and I was like, who is this man, Webster? <laughs> <laughs> it's not Webster. Yeah. Um, is it, but is it's, it Eric? It's Jimmy Walker. Is it Eric? The guy in the front of the movie, I, you know, maybe because part of me was like, well, maybe it isn't Eric's revenge. Maybe it's someone else's revenge. I don't Eric's know. revenge is living in the ducks of a mall and stealing garments. Yeah. And so he steals these darts. I'm like, well, but he got him from it looked like in an air vent. It was very confusing. I don't know. So he gets these random darts and then he's hiding as a mannequin, I guess, in a store in this mall. Um, and this mall cop comes in. And he's like, uh, looks at the mannequin or, you know, quote unquote, says, you ain't no mannequin. And then he stabbed and uh, he stabbed twice. Well, also, with the no, he pulls a gun on him. And I didn't know, like, security guards, maybe in the 80s it was different, but uh, I didn't know they carried guns. And on top of that, like, I don't think they're allowed to. It says something about the uh, the mental state of that security guard that he sits there and, like, looks around with his flashlight and looks at a mannequin and goes, you ain't no mannequin. Yeah. It's like. You're talking to mannequins, dude. <laughs> like, so he gets stabbed with two dart, uh, two times with the dart. Uh, so we have our first kill very early, even before the title screen or the title, whatever. And uh, from there, we do go to title mm-hmm. with fire, foreboding yeah. music, and Polly Shore is there. Mm-hmm. Well, his name is there. He's cra- yeah, yeah. Before Morgan anybody, Fairchild. Everybody knew her. And um, the music was by someone named Stacy, so it was a woman. Which I, I hope was, so. Okay, I was, was like Stacy Keach. It wasn't Stacy Q. It, it, maybe I it wish. was Stacy Keach. Maybe I had don't a, know. A, a side business doing a or a side hustle doing a scores for me, a movies. I was hoping it was Stacy Q, and we'd hear two oh, Sergeant Stadenko. Two hearts that beat as one, <laughs> which would have been perfect for a mall movie. But that would have probably been better, especially for this movie. And uh, then I was thinking by the end, because they took so goddamn long, I was like, these title credits should have burned out by now, you know, because they were on fire. So, okay, so yay, we're at the grand opening of this new indoor mall. It's the Midwood Mall. These are coming around the country in the 80s to knock all the mom and pop shops off your block so you can get it all done in one little shopping center. Mm-hmm. And thank God Morgan Fairchild, uh, her name is Karen, what is it, Karen, some Karen Winton, Wh- Winston or Winston? I didn't catch it because she's just like Morgan that. Fairchild to me. Yeah, me too. She's the mayor, though. And, <laughs> Go figure. <laughs> yeah. But she helped to open the mall, and she kept her promise because now Midwood is on the map. Okay. It's on the map because you got a mall? Mm-hmm. Okay. Aren't there some? Aren't, aren't some of the main characters in there going like, "I just don't know how she does it." Yeah, it's like, yeah. What, being like, rich with a microphone. Well, in front they're of you? saying they're talking about how beautiful she is. Well, I'm not going to disagree with that. Um, but while all this is happening, we see this girl who looks kind of sad, 
it ends up being one of the main characters, Melody, or, you know, the main protagonist. And yeah. she's sitting at a bar, but never mind. She's not sad because she got the job. Uh, man, I've never seen a girl so happy to get a waitressing job. And, I wanna, and she's I, only mildly happy. Well, you know, uh, somebody congratulates her later, and it's like, wow, woohoo, you got the bare minimum. Yeah, Susie, because Susie got a job at the cool place, actually, but okay. Also, I want a little side sidebar. Uh, when did we start calling them servers? I remember when I was growing up, they were waiters and waitresses. Like, what happened? Is that know. not politically correct? I don't know. I don't care. I don't know. I'm so, just asking. I don't, I don't know. Okay. Servers, um, waitresses. Whatever. Yeah. So it cuts to... Uh, you shouldn't be thrilled about that job, is what I'm saying. Uh, well, they no. But it does cut to a lot of these teen girls, and they're filling out applications for this uh, shopping, like for a women's shopping store called Wonder Fashions. And I'm like, this isn't a modeling agency. Like, what are y'all doing? That's what it looked like. It looked like a fucking casting call. But yeah, it's a trafficking ring. Yeah, probably. Um, was there a, le- a black leather couch in there? Yeah, was Harvey in there? I don't know. Mm. So uh, that's when we see Susie walk out. That's Melody's friend. And I guess she I guess she got the job at Wonder Fashions. And she's goes up to Melody and that's when she's like, Oh my God, I'm so glad you got the job. And then that's when they see Morgan Fairchild talking and they're like, Oh God, how perfect she looks. Blah, blah. Who cares? Yeah, I mean, and then Morgan Fairchild says, uh, the mall puts the town on the map. And it's that, like, well, yeah, what that kind was, of fucking town? Gets that's on- what I just said. I was like, okay, that she, you, you kept your promise and now Midtown's on the map. I, and also these two girls being so excited about a mall opening up and they get hired. And it's like, they've clearly never heard of downsizing. Like they don't. Well, I, at this point they're like, look at how many jobs we brought. Yeah, yeah. Get a bunch of people to fucking open up our shit and then fire all of them. And I mean, we find out later they condemned every house around there so they could build it. Anyway, um, so people lost their houses, but who cares? Now they can get a job at the mall. Um, That's capitalism, folks. Then we see Harvey, who is the owner of the mall, and he comes up to the podium, and he starts talking about how there's this mall investor's 4th of July ceremony. Who cares? Is Harvey the owner of the mall? Yes. Okay. Just said that. Oh, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> um, um, then, uh, and so he, he talks about this 4th of July party and then it cuts to a first person POV being ridiculous. Um, I don't even know where the fuck he is. Like there's a sewer. I guess he's in under a sewer grate. I, it looked like he was in the air vents. I don't know. Okay. Anyway, he has a calendar inside this wherever he is. No, oh, he stole it from the calendar store in the mall. Yeah. And he circles july 4th he circles it really big too yep. and then he cracks off the side of a mannequin's face so he can wear it <laughs> so it's like phantom of the ah, opera of the opera yeah, yeah. lon cheney is also sp- uh, spinning in his grave as well he's laughing in his grave always. he loves it always um next we see we finally see Polly shore his name is buzz and he's working in the food court at this yogurt shop and Susie and Melody obviously are friends with him or know him, I guess. And they walk up and they're like, Layla, you handle the food? Like, ha ha. Okay. Okay. So Polly is, he's pretty tame, I feel like, right now for Polly Shore. Yeah, the weasel. Yeah. 
But uh, it, he, he does put a fake ear in one of their yogurts, which is so hilarious. Yeah, but then he actually eats the fucking thing. He eats thing. it, yeah. And they're like, buzz off, buzz. Good one. Yeah. I, I, I want to note that, like in the background, you can also note and notice that this is truly a mall because there is a B Dalton books. It there. was it was a mall because the mall that they used refused, like after they saw it, they refused they refused to let their the name of their mall be put on it. <laughs> I would too. Yeah. Um. So Morgan Fairchild, her name's Karen, is showing this. I guess some investor around, and behind her is um Rob Estes. That's the actor. He his name is Peter in the movie. He's a photographer and a journalist. And the he's, Rob Esticles. Yeah, he's he's with them. Um, but someone's also looking through a grate at this point. Who knows who it is? Is it Webster? Is it Eric? Is a is it? Uh, who else could it be? I don't know. It's not Mister. Is Belvedere. it Slash? I mean, I, yeah, I don't know who. It's Gary Danny Coleman. I, yeah, it's probably Scotty Bonaduce. Um, Scatty Bonaduce. Mm-hmm. So Peter follows Melody though, because he's like, "You look really familiar," and she's like, "You do too." And then he's like, "Oh yeah, I remember. It's because I took a picture of you and after your whole family died." No, not hers. Oh, was it not? It was Eric's. Oh yeah, she but was she was Eric's. there, right? Yes. Oh yeah, when your but boyfriend's like, family died. Yeah, he was like, "Oh yeah, I took a picture of you." after that fire around and he was like it was around here wasn't it and she was like yeah it was actually on the site of this mall um, <laughs> i'm sorry how could i forget yeah and she tells him that she that she saw well this is a bad pickup line i know she tells him she saw a guy with a medal in his like a earring with a medal that she that she thought was religious and but she was hysterical, and no one believed her. And she was like, Eric was murdered, and nobody cared. Also, that's when we found out Peter is a reporter, too, because at first it just looks like he, he's a photographer. But Eric was uh, Melody's boyfriend. And then uh, we had, see a flashback to Eric buying, rose, uh, buying orchids. Yeah, it's orchids. But also, there are lockers in the mall. And there are orchids in the locker in the mall. So she's like, that's weird. I don't know why there's lockers in the mall. Also, she's followed back to her locker by a strange dude who has said a bunch of stuff that he knows about her. And then she finds orchids in the locker. She's like, <gasps> yeah. it's like, no, this guy's obviously a creep. Mm-hmm. Like, I would have suspected him being like, dude, you're getting a little too close. And you're talking a little bit too much about a traumatic event. Yeah. When yeah, you yeah. Ju- but so at that point, con- though. Conflict of interest. At that point, though, Buzz comes up, and he takes Peter away, and he's like, lay off Melody. She's been through a lot. Well, and he, he goes, Peter goes, let her tell me that. Yeah. You have known her for five seconds. Mm-hmm. Well, also, I think uh, this is the beginning of, um, I think Buzz has a little thing for Peter. Maybe. We'll, yeah, we'll, well, we'll he, like, he does like him, yeah. And then we have a cut scene to... What seems inconsequential, but later on, I mean, he he does have a death scene. So the son of the mall owner, his name is Justin. He is a prick. I called him that before his dad calls him that later in the scene. Um, And he's like, yeah, he's awful. And he's like, yeah, I want to borrow your car. And uh, the dad's like, you wrecked the last one. He's like, well, fine. I'll just take mom's car. No, He he said you wrecked two cars in the last month. 
And then he goes, well, fine, I'll just take mom's. And I was like, three cars? <laughs> like, what in the fuck? Like, yeah. like, first of all, this kid can't be more than 17. And then mm. second of all, it's like, dude, just choke that bitch out. You know, like, I, I, you know, like, go ask your mom. I would call the fucking mom. I don't know what, I don't know their marital, marital status, but I'd be like, hey, listen, he's going to wreck yours. So uh, mm. he's on his way. Yeah. But, um, you know, there are no cell phones then. He'd have to walk there were still landmines. You're right. Anyway, we cut back to Buzz. And at this point, even though Peter was kind of a dick to him, Buzz is still talking to Peter. And he's talking about Eric and Melody. And they're, they're starting to warm up to each other. Yeah. They're saying, you know, was it arson? Um, and Buzz is like, I don't know, but someone dropped the ball in the investigation. Well, for no fucking shit. We, I don't know anything about this case, and yeah, I can already tell that. This always happens. We heard it with Freddy Krueger. We heard it with other... <laughs> you know, it always happens. Um, and Justin, the prick kid, he, she, uh, he runs into him, but whatever. Um, and I guess it, it's Eric, but, you know, we don't know that for sure. But someone's in the vents or whatever again. Um, and he sees... A repairman, I think. Who's completely innocent. Yeah. And he's like, again, he's, I don't know why he's trying to repair the fan that's clearly working. Oh, uh, you know. But, okay. Hey, hey, yeah, I've worked at those jobs where whenever the boss comes around, just act like you're working. So he's, the repairman is doing something with the clean, fan. You got time to clean. He's like, yeah, I'll just sweep this one spot for a fucking hour. Yeah. It doesn't matter. It looks like I'm working. So the guy that was in the vents. I, we, I guess Eric, whatever, he um, shoves the repairman's face into the running fan. So we have killed two. I never understood that through the whole movie. Why did you kill that guy? He because was, he because was only he was doing in, maintenance. Because he would have found him, maybe. I mean, it seems like if nobody's found him by now, whenever they were building them all <laughs> around him, apparently. Well, uh, he was underneath. Oh, yeah. I forgot. Yeah. The hangout. Yeah. <laughs> It's so weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, I've hung out in some weird places. He and he gives the Lost Boys a run for his money, for their for their money. I mean. Yeah. Uh, next, we see some girls changing in that Wonder Woman store. I don't know what that store is called, but Susie looks good in everything. And then this other girl who doesn't look as good, she shows her boobs. And there's a mall cop that's watching them yeah who built who built fucking like did 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 chuck berry fucking like uh design architecturally this mall so there's there's fucking cameras in the dressing rooms are there cameras in the bathrooms too yeah that's fucked up yep i guess this is before that rule i don't know well chuck berry's been around for a long time He wasn't found out until the 90s. But oh, I, I mean, thought we were talking about Chuck from Sledgehammer Killer Workout. No, 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 no. The rock and roll star himself, Johnny B. Good. No, seriously, there's fucking cameras in the goddamn dressing room? Yeah. Now, I understand for theft, but you put them outside of the dressing yeah, room. You don't put them where... You, well, also, maybe that girl could have closed the fucking door. The only way to do this is you see how many items a woman took in. A yeah, man, but she or didn't whatever, close anything. You, I know, but these are right in... I don't know. Whatever. It's fucked up. Anyway, he's getting real horny, but there's another mall cop, and it's he is played by Ken for for a from Dawn of the Dead. From Dawn of the Dead, his the name is guy. The, still can't get out of a fucking mall. No, I'm his, glad that he stuck around after the zombie apocalypse and made sure that a, a mall would, uh, that this mall would succeed. And his name is Acardi. Acardi. Yeah. Okay. So he tells the other mall cop, whose name is Devin, to shut that thing off and. The owner comes in, Harv, and he tells them that he he hears like a knocking in the air vent. So Accardi gets Devin to go check it out. Devin's M- like, maybe I don't want to. That's why the maintenance to. man was there. 
yeah, fixing yeah. a fan that was already working. But that's what the knocking is now. Okay. So. Oh. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Devin doesn't want to, but he is forced to go. Now we see uh, Susie and Melody, and they're shopping. And uh, Melody really wants this dress, but she's saving for college, which Susie makes fun of her for doing. You know, I would have done the same thing. Um, you you work in a mall. Whenever I, I worked in a mall as a teen, and like you don't have any future. Trust me. I worked in a mall. Well, I mean, look at us. We're sitting here now, aren't okay, we? Okay, fuck you. Okay. Um, <laughs> I mean, it, I, but I went to, anyway, okay. Yep, yep, so, yep. I'd leave that one alone, too. Yeah, bye. Um, <laughs> anyway, they. she's like, I'm not going to buy it. I don't have, you know, I need to save for college. So they end up walking away, and they walk by Devin, the security yard creep, mall cop, whatever, and he goes, want to pull my chain? He's acting like half drunk. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Sexual harassment on the job. <laughs> well, it is. Yeah, I know. So, also at this point, I was like, why is Melody working here when this all this traumatic shit happened on the grounds of it? But, okay. I have something to say about that later. Anyway, um, back to Devin, the mall cop. He um, he goes into the vents and then into some room that's an actual room. I don't know where we are. I, I don't know where we where we are in this entire movie when they go into these big rooms that are within the air vents. I don't know. And um, I didn't know there was a catacombs in inside malls. Yeah, I, but I fit. But then I started thinking of Dawn of the Dead, and I was like, well, maybe it's kind of like where they end up staying. And Dawn of the Dead in the upper level? Yeah. I don't know. But um, anyway, he's somewhere. I kind of wondered that about Dawn of the Dead, too. It was like, why is there a, an apartment built into this place? Well, it's just like emergency supplies and stuff upstairs. Okay. Well, I mean. I mean, whatever. But uh, Besides first aid, I don't know what like a mall would be like looking for emergency <laughs> supplies for. If there's ever a zombie apocalypse. If there's ever a banana republic shortage. Yeah. <laughs> go get the supplies. <laughs> um, so, anyway, he's in this big room, and he gets killed by being pushed into the breaker box and being electrocuted. While this is happening, the owner, Harvey, and Morgan Fairchild, Karen, are talking about the city council for him, that he might have a chance to be on the city council, and she might support him. Yeah, Morgan Morgan Fairchild gets pretty fresh in this scene. You can tell she's kind of horny. And she's also not a great person. No, no, no. This is the first bit of seediness. And she also says that he needs to um, get a hold on his son, Justin, because he's already she's already getting complaints on him, and they've been open for one day. I mean, not even a day. Mere hours. Yeah. Um, so she leaves, and after she leaves, the Devin, the mall cop that just got electrocuted, he falls through the ceiling vent with one eye missing. Well, that's after, but it, uh, whenever he gets uh, electrocuted or whatever, um, doesn't uh, the the assailant uh, put, do a forklift to him and his eye pops out? Yeah, his eye pops out. Dude, that effect is so 80s and so good. Yeah. Like, it was a really, really great effect. So I guess now we're outside. And Susie and Melody are leaving the mall. It's nighttime. Maybe Melody likes Peter. I don't give a fuck. I never gave a fuck. I, I don't care. Susie says he's hot. So Mel- So after Susie says she that she thinks Peter's hot, then now Melody does too. Sure. <laughs> it's all well, it takes. I mean, isn't that how it works? It's yeah, like I, I guess it's all it like, takes. Oh, he's hot. And it's like, uh-uh, bitch. And then they're like, oh, yeah, no, I don't think he's hot. 
Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think he's hot, but I'm going to fuck him before you do. Yeah. That's all. It's yeah. a baddest bitch contest, 101. So they part ways. Melody goes to her car, and she gets in, and there's a gift box, and she opens it, and that dress that she had been looking at is in her car. That's how all mall work. All mall works. Uh, all, all malls mall work. Works. <laughs> That's how all malls work, right? Uh, you, you go in, you look at yeah. something, you dream about it, and then you go to your car, and it's boom, in there. There it is. However, she's having car trouble, and she can't get her car to start, so she gets out to look under the hood, and I was like, bitch, like, you know what you're looking for. Oh, shit. Maybe she does. <laughs> I don't think so. Ah. Anyway, while she's looking under the hood, like she knows anything about it, someone in a ski mask attacks her from behind, but all of a sudden, we see this dude with a... Um, like a, a varsity jacket on and the mannequin half mask thing. And a ball cap. And a ball cap. And he is watching and then he shoots a dart at the, at the attacker, the, the guy that's attacking He's Melody. He's got a crossbow. Yeah. It's an arrow. And he hits he hits the guy, but the guy isn't dead. He just runs away. You know, he could have gotten him when the dude was running across the parking lot. Yeah, he could. Yeah. But anyway. He just wanted to see. He gets him once in, like, the shoulder area, and the guy runs away, and then Karen shows up, Morgan, Morgan Fairchild. Um, and she's uh, talk, she talks to Melody about it, and Melody's like, I don't know who, I don't, I didn't see anything, but he walked with a limp. And Karen says she's going to take her home because she needs to, to sleep. Well, you know, he walked with a limp because she was under the hood of her car, but, you know, she saw him limping up behind her. Right. I didn't see him limp. She must have been getting out of her car and watching this guy limp across the parking lot in a ski mask to her and been like, well, at least maybe I can like jump it off first before he gets to me. It's so stupid. But um, Karen Morgan Fairchild uh, tells her that she'll go to the police, but I'm guessing she's probably not at this point. Morgan Fairchild does not seem very worried about it. No. At the same time, though, we see Harv in his office and the mall cop is there, and there is a note on him that says, an eye for an eye. So Harv makes a phone call to someone suspicious. Mm-hmm. Sounds like it's a mob call. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Something needs taken care of. Yes. Um, now, uh, Peter's at his house for a minute. Uh, we see him investigating the old fire and uh, whatever happened a year ago, I guess. Whatever. And then it cuts back to... A supposed, I guess, mob guy burning Devin, the mall cop's body. Mm-hmm. Now we get to a flashback, kind of. Okay, it seems like a flashback to Fireside Sex. Fire, yeah, Fireside Sex. <laughs> Dude, linen, silken sheets, and mm-hmm. oh my God, whose house is this? I, I couldn't tell if it was hers it's or his. his. It's his. Now it's between Melody and Eric, and the kissing is disgusting. Um, we do see her boobs. The, yeah. It's the only time we see uh, boobs. Besides well, that. Well, okay. We see her boobs, but he ruins it, man, because like he is all over her. And, it dude, everywhere. Dude, dude, it is too much. He's licking her belly button for like 10 minutes. Yeah, dude. Exactly. I'm and, like, go and, to her vagina. Do, what are you, you doing? Have you ever licked a belly button? It's fucking disgusting. I mean, just keep going. Into the belly button? No, d- down further. Has anybody gone further down into the belly button? I don't know. Have you? Ew, no. I haven't either because I'm too scared. I don't know what's down there. That's... I've just tasted one. And it's like, ugh. I haven't even. Okay. Anyway. No, you got to. No, you don't. Yeah, you got to find no, the No, you don't have to. Yeah. 
You, no. you, well, what's really down there is just like uh, one of those, uh, what do you call it, uh, fortunes from a fortune cookie. <laughs> <laughs> Shitty fortune it just cookie. says go deeper. Yeah. Please go down to the vagina now. Does that actually connect to your stomach? What, your vagina? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, same question. Let me retcon my question real fast. <laughs> Does okay. It? <laughs> anyway. Uh, so Is that how those things work? <laughs> so he doesn't go down all the way because there's a flash forward in this flashback of gasoline being poured. And it's that... The guy pouring the gasoline is the same guy that just uh, burned the dead mall cop. Anyway, you well, know, I, I, I can't really fucking uh, I can't really knock the dude for fucking ending that goddamn horrendous goddamn sex that's true. scene. That's true. I um, pour gasoline all over that and be like, stop. Well, guys. it ended up being a nightmare. So, well, sure. Yeah. Um, then or, we, or, or she just gets her kicks off some on some really weird shit. Well, it was a nightmare because she wakes up, and then we see a. <laughs> That wasn't a wet dream. No. It was a hot dream. Uh, Peter's back at the mall. The next, This is the next day. And uh, he's getting a newspaper. And Buzz comes up and he's like, I got a scoop for you. While he's doing that, though. And Peter totally missed what Buzz meant about that. And it was like, and took him literally. And also, he works at a yogurt shop. So it could have been a scoop of yogurt. I think I think Buzz is trying to ask Peter out on a date. I don't know. but uh, Well, he tries to get him alone. Half, uh, at the same time, half face is what I'm calling this dude with the mannequin, whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, he's hit. He's hitting a boxing bag. I don't know where he got all this shit. So, a, 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 at the same time of this, would you call this phantom boxing? Yes. So shadow boxing, but with a twist. But with, but with the real thing. So I guess not no. shadow boxing. But a Cardi, the mall cop played by Kim Foray, he's a talking. Sh- uh, to Harv about some missing stuff, including darts, etc. The yeah. stuff that I guess this half face guy, you know. Also, the guy's burned. Anyway, so I call him half face. Harv uh, and Harv tells De- tells Acardi that he fired Devin, and some other guy hit, ends up being the guy from the beginning, Stanley, and. Whatever. He hired a replacement, he says. Okay. okay. And I want to note, uh, I know you don't care about this, but this actor is, uh, for all of you all out there who are fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, this is the actor who played Mac's dad, uh, Mac's mm, yeah. convict dad. He played in the it. Show. He's actually been in quite a bunch of He guys. hasn't aged a day since apparently 1987, and he has always been seedy. So after that, we have some cut scenes between Justin and... Being a that that's the owner mall owner's son, being a fucking devastation on this mall, and half faith practicing some bootleg blood sport moves, and then back to hard versus Justin, and then we see this. Stu- oh God, it annoyed me. Half face starts listening to this cassette. Oh while my he puts God. in a video titled Melody. Also, also, the Phantom of the fucking Mall has a goddamn VCR. Yep. And this is back when they were really expensive. Um. So, also, while he's watching it, he's breathing it. He's breathing like he's jerking it, and that's gross, and I don't want to hear that. And this song sucks. The song does suck, yeah. We hear it enough fucking times. So, uh, Buzz and Peter, the scoop, I guess, Buzz had for Peter is he gets into, like, the control room, 
And Buzz, I think he's trying to get Peter alone. Buzz is showing Peter. You always think that, but Buzz is showing Peter this control room mall music. Um, but then he shows him that underneath the mall music is subliminal. There are subliminal messages saying things like, uh, the mall is a good place. The shopper, the, Obey, they're sleep, your friend. Stay yeah, asleep. Whatever. And well, I mean, if anybody didn't know that that's the way it was fucking designed anyway, like this is a fucking moot point in the movie. Yeah. Well, Peter says as much cause he was like, oh, this isn't really a good story. And he leaves. Yeah, everybody knows but that. But he leaves because he's looking at another video. He's lo- looking at another monitor, and he sees a mall cop with an earring. Dun, dun, dun. So he may. So uh, he's like, "Where is that?" And Buzz is like, "It's the Sam Goody." So he runs. He runs. Sam Goody again, like B. Dalton dating yeah. this shit. And Peter is now at Sam Goody's, and he finds this quote unquote mall cop, and he takes a but, pic. But the mall cop is. Perusing through records. Yeah, and the mall cop is actually the mob guy. Yeah. But we know that. But just because he has an earring, that's a wild assumption. Yeah, it was the 80s. A lot of people were doing weird shit. I was like, oh, so since this guy has an earring, it must be the same guy that Melody talked about one time when she talked to you. It has to be. So, okay. He is an, He takes a picture of the of like the mirror that they put up in stores for shoplifting um, so he can get a picture of the guy, but, um, the mall cop is sus- suspicious of him and she t- starts chasing him. This is a stupid, stupid fucking scene. He chases him all over the goddamn place, like all, off the elevator. Well, he's on top of he the gets elevator. It, he, yeah. Finally, Peter does get to an elevator, but then the mall cop's on the elevator. Yeah. Looking around through the, this, uh, the glass window or whatever. By the way, we're going to find out later. His name is Christopher, but anyway, after he gets out of the elevator, the chase is back on, and then they're well, like, where where did he go? Oh, there he is! And well, then Peter falls down I, the stairs. I do love how like, but uh, before Peter p- falls down the stairs, everybody in the mall just happens to push something right in front of that mall cop that yeah. he trips over. Um, but then he finds it's like a Benny Hill skit. You he know? finds like, Karen though. And that Peter does, and that's his Morgan like Fairchild. way out. Yeah, so because yeah. he's like, let me take a picture of you, so this will get me out of the situation. I don't know how that works, but okay. So back to Half Face, and he's soundly jerking, watching Melody work. <sighs> no, it's more like <sighs> <sighs> that's what it sounds like. Well, uh, I, didn't gets, mean, <sighs> I didn't mean to tell everybody what I sound like when I'm jerking it. Oh. Oh, uh, well, that's what no. it's. It doesn't want not what it sounds like when I. Not yet. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, he's he's still watching Melody, but he's watching her actively working, and mm. um, so Peter needs to find Melody, and also at the same time, Buzz gave this girl yogurt with uh that dead mall cop's eye in it but she's like oh good when buzz and walks away even well, though it was she actually eats that eye yeah she probably did she she it, looked kinky dude, I, I think like Polly shore in this is like a low rent ducky yeah kind of like you know the john hughes character he deserved more he deserved I, susie I think, yeah, yeah 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 i think yeah. he did i think he did he was being he was actually being very nice yeah so omg we're back where uh melody is working and she's just looking at the jukebox. She didn't push anything though, but all of a sudden, this love song comes on. At, Jesus! And it ends up that it's it was uh, she and Eric. It was her song with Eric. Whatever. Yeah, I remember at this point in the movie, I was like, oh, they had a song. Yeah, great. Like, yeah. 
So Peter, who the fuck does that? A who lot the of fuck people. Ha- really? Yeah. Like, well, who makes it their song? Usually their girl. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about like, wh- like what, like this song especially. Like, who? Why would you guys maybe fucking like you this listen one? To it Is a this lot. what you fuck to? Like yeah, maybe yeah. some Al Green or some shit. But like this song sucks. But I, whatever. Anyway, Peter rushes in to her work and he says that he thinks he found the guy who burned down Eric's house. I, okay, it's a pretty wild assumption. Honestly, I, I mean, I know he ends up being right, but, like, that's a wild assumption well, it, based off of the fucking earring. Don't you think it's kind of insensitive that, like, some dude she's met, like, three times comes up and is like, hey, you know that traumatic experience that you experienced that I have no idea? You told I just me about for one second? I know. And it's like, there, there's... Uh, I know because he had an earring on. Yeah, it's like, I don't know. It's, I, don't know. I mean, the guy... I, I'd leave that shit alone, man. The guy made it more suspicious by chasing him like a fucking insane person, but still... His his initial assumption of that being the guy just because he had an earring on. Okay. Um, I would have chased him just because how cute he was. So Peter wants Melody to look at the picture when he uh, develops it. But something else is wrong. The logical thing that I would think they were talking about would be last night's attack on her. But that's not it. Never mentioned. Um, how, what, it's, what? It, it's alluded to. No, it's not. Not at all. Not in this part. She says, Oh, yeah. We got a first, cobra. She's, she says, There's something weird. First, the flowers, the orchids. Second, the gift in her car. And then this song that played. No mention of the attack on her yeah. at all. Yeah. She says she knows Eric's still around. And she wants to see the picture later when he, when he uh, develops it. So... Uh, Karen is now speaking to a Cardi about the attack that no one else seems to care. Well, Melody doesn't seem to care about anymore, but she's talking to him about that attack. And um, then it cuts to the there's a pianist Mm -hmm. that's playing for too many people, in my opinion. I think he's either French or Italian. Yeah, there's too many people watching him that care. He has an accent. Um, and he's like, it's, it's time for my break. So half face from the greats sees piano man leaving. And, um, then you see him and he has something that's moving around in wait, a sack. Wait, piano man is Billy Joel. Well, okay. The pian, whatever. The Who pianist? Cares? Well, the pianist would be Brody, that Adrian, Adrian Brody, Brody, but I, whatever. He plays the piano. Okay. Piano okay, player. The guy that plays the piano, he's in the bathroom and he takes his jacket off and he has or blood that's still like gushing kinda on his shoulder. So he was the he's one. Been, that, he's been playing with a with a, <laughs> an oozing wound. He was the one that attacked Melody last night, but did nothing for it. Didn't didn't try to dress the wound. And also, whatever. also he's he's of the older uh, persuasion, persuasion, if you will. Uh, and it's like, dude, you had the the moxie to fucking like assault a woman in a parking lot and then come back the next day. D- and didn't bother treating. Didn't bother treating the wound at all. No. So okay, half face walks in and shuts the lights off. So the piano man's sitting in a stall. But half face has already shuffled a, a snake. Well, yes. But we'll see it in a second. So piano, the guy with the piano, he lights a lighter like that's going to do anything, I, whatever. And then he looks down and there's a snake and it attacks it and kills him in the dick. Yeah, but, you know, Half-Face had uh, already put that down a pipe and I think it's amazing that he had trained a cobra, toilet cobra, to fucking go through these goddamn pipes. And no, come up I don't and- think... 
Well, he but did it come out of the toilet? He had it in a bag. He, he put it I in thought a pipe he just in brought it into Brenda no, into the bathroom. No, 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 no. It came up through the toilet. Okay. Well, anyway, that's the fourth kill because it attacks the guy's dick and he yeah, does. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Toilet cobra. And toilet cobra is not done. No, he's not. No, this this should be a, a credited member of the cast. It should be, but um, Buzz is trying to get Susie to dance. I guess now at this point, I feel like we're at the Fourth of July party. I, I'm not really sure, but Buzz is trying to get Susie to dance them while while half half face watches on the security cameras. Um, Melody, he sees Melody and Peter. She doesn't. Um, she's looking at that picture that he got developed, which is a shitty picture, and she doesn't recognize the guy but it's blurry anyway and then he said peter says that the off the main officer whatever says that this mall cop doesn't exist and then i think half face is jealous so he starts pumping one weight and throws it into a mirror i still i still don't know where he is so justin is sitting around watching the ladies in that women's store and uh Accardi's telling Harv about Justin being he's like control your son. Um at the same time Susie's trying to leave her job at the women's store, but Justin stops her. Um Half Face is watching punch in the air. Oh, but he's punching a chair, a chair arm or whatever. And then anyway, Harvey kicks uh Justin out. Yeah, because he's being rapey as fuck to Susie. Right. But then you see Justin's, Justin's like walking by people smoking a cigarette and well, bow, jumped, bowing up at him. He jumps at a couple like, uh, like you know, chest uh, Yeah, he bows on. up at him. Yeah. And then, uh, then all of a sudden there's this random ass skateboard on the ground. He just gets on it. Ah, uh, boy meets skateboard. And it's all over after that. Yep. And so Half Face, though, is on the case while Justin rolls around one, just one area of the mall. Listen, I, I, I'm an amateur skateboarder myself. This guy doesn't have any fucking pop. He doesn't have no, any No, he doesn't do anything. Skills. He just he rolls around one spot. So anyway, uh, Half-Face, half he's near... Okay, Justin is at the bottom of the, of the elevator. So Half-Face lassos him and pulls him up, up the escalator, choking him to death. Kill five. Doesn't... doesn't uh, well, he, he puts the, 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 uh, the noose or whatever it is, the twine, into the yeah. escalator and it, like... It help, um, that's it help, a great it, it fucking helps, death. And it, it, also, mind yeah. you, it's a useless death because this character was kind of not needed, but also it was good to see him go. Yeah. So all of a sudden, uh, all really all of a sudden, Peter's putting things together and telling Melody, and they can figure it out tonight. Yeah, if we go dig up your boyfriend. Well, yeah, they're about to get to that. So, yeah, they're in Peter's car, and he's like, we need to verify stuff. So exactly what happened. So he wants Melody to relive this traumatic night. Melody went home, went to Eric's house with him. When they walked up to the house, the door of the house had a notice on it. All the other houses had been condemned by the developers that were going to build them all. And his parents were asleep also. He gives her orchids, plays the their, that sweet-ass song, not really. Uh. And they they were you know having sex okay they were they were fooling around all of a sudden it they happened were smooching and stuff so she says all of a sudden it happened which she means the fire and Eric helped Melody out. you mean gonorrhea all of a sudden it happened yeah the fire no, the fire of the house time I bleed. someone set the house on fire um, that's Eric, what that's what I say every time uh, I get gonorrhea I say somebody set the house on fire. It's all the same. Um, yeah. So 
Eric helped Melody out, but she fell and he didn't get out. She hit her head, but she also saw this dude with the earring. But Eric saved her. Yeah, Eric saved her, but she hit her head and she saw the guy with the earring pouring gasoline. Yeah, she knew he was stylish. She was already getting a clip bunner for somebody else. Also, at the same time that she's telling the story, Peter is caressing her hair, being a fucking weirdo. But okay. I don't I don't know. He he says he knows what's going on. So the dude No, the, he knows what's going on because he knows how to move in on somebody else's fucking girl. Well he, he, he Eric, Eric's dead or where whatever, mm. you know, quote unquote. So um That's what I do whenever I'm trying to meet a girl and I'm like, Hey, maybe your ex boyfriend's not dead and they're like, Yeah, he's not and I'm like, But maybe he's not <laughs> <laughs> So uh <laughs> Maybe he's still alive. Like, no, he lives down the street. Uh, we just don't talk anymore. It's like he but maybe sewer. he's still alive. Yeah. So um Peter says he knows what's going on. He says the dude at the mall that chased him is an is the arsonist. But who's co- he? He's he's like there's someone covering up for him though. Who is it? Harv, because he also had Eric's house. Uh, he says he had Eric's house torched. Yeah. So now is Mel- it Morgan Fairchild? Yeah. So Ooh. now now Melody and Peter think Eric might not have died in the fire, but they have to prove it. By going to dig up his grave. But before they can get leave, there's a gun on Peter. And it's Christopher, the fake mall cop, thug, whatever. Max dad. Yeah. And um, he goes, he tells Melody he remembers her. So now we do know that, that she did, what she saw was him. They were right. No, he did real. burn down yeah. the house. Yeah. Okay. Peter punches um Christopher and they drive away with uh with the mall cop P- Christopher mob guy in Dude, pursuit this, as well this car chase is the shit yeah so he's in pursuit of them as well as a cardi and this is the best part of the movie I don't think mall cops can do this no but okay no 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 but th- this car chase I'm not trying to joke around like this is actually a fucking awesome car so chase so they crash but a lot and also the christopher mob guy runs over a guy yeah people like, are getting hit non-stop no, didn't give a fuck no so um anyway half face jumps on uh the mall cop mob christopher's car great and, fucking scene and, she, and he gets him to crash it after he after he's able to jump he, off. He gets he gets the tail off of the off of the yeah. uh peter and um mel and then christopher Mall cop mob guy is able to get out of the car though before it blows up. Well, even though it looks mangled, there's nobody that could have like that. That practical effect of them wrecking the actual car they were using was like awesome. Yeah, but uh, there's no way he could have walked away from that. No. Even though he does, he does. So uh, now they're in the cemetery and they dig up Eric's grave and uh, guess what? It's well, dude, empty. No, no, I, I know something about this. We get to the cemetery and uh, dude. Peter is a grave digging pro. Yeah. Oh, he's he's down in there. Like, yeah. He knows the parameters. It's six feet. It's squared off. 90 degree angles. It's amazing. Well, the grave's empty. I so. would worry about Peter, too. Be like, you've done this before, haven't you? The grave's empty, so um, half faces Eric. And there's another subplot that go that was introduced that goes nowhere. It's like, who buried a f- like Anyway, like, who buried an who empty Who buried casting? an empty cat? I don't know. So Melody goes to Karen, which is a mistake, and um, 
they're like, well, what can we do? And I think it's Karen that says, well, we need to find Eric Matthews. And so Harv is mad at um, Christopher, mall cop, mob guy, but he won't. That, that he's mad that he won't take his earring off. <laughs> no, that dude is like, no, either this or my life. And he goes, okay, do it tomorrow. But he doesn't say what. I think he means kill, kill Melody, but it sounds like he's saying take off the earring tomorrow. But okay. That guy's really, and they never explore that either. That guy's really attached to that earring beyond it, it being pierced in. So somehow Melody fell asleep again. She's having sex with first Eric, then it turns into Peter, and then it turns into Christopher the weird mall cop. I think that just says what she really wants. The Christopher? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anyway, she wakes up. She so, doesn't want Eric. She doesn't want Peter. She wants that fucking dirty-ass mall mm-hmm. cop. Well, Eric's in his weird mall home. I, I think that's telling about a lot of people. He's he's in his weird mall home setting up what looks like a bomb. <laughs> mall home? Yeah, that's what I called it. Um, and his weird ass it, mall ends home. Up, ends up that he is living underneath the mall. Okay? It turns out. But he was also in the air vents. I, whatever. Anyway. So, Melody's working. And the mob guy well, that's, well, okay melody's working after all this bullshit yeah. why did she go back to work i don't know why she went there in the first place so like did this mall really put everyone out of business and also, so that's was the this, only place was to this get really a job? gonna pay for your college no okay so also, if you've got a if you got a if, if the, the events from the night before happened why the fuck would you go back i don't know but she's working so um that maniac weirdo Christopher Mob Maw Cop is uh, comes in, so she runs to use the payphone. She calls Peter, but um, the Christopher guy grabs her. Well, she made sure that the, the also the mall made sure that the payphone was in a back hallway yeah. that was dark and in like an alley. Yeah, the isolated. alley of the mall. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so they have a fight, at, and while they're struggling, her keys are left behind. Um, so now Eric's on the move. Because Melody's in trouble. Mm-hmm. So Christopher and Melody are fighting, but Eric shows up with a roundhouse kick and some other bootleg blood sport moves. Uh, Phantom roundhouse, man. When the eyes of the Phantom are upon you. Yeah. Christopher all of a sudden has an axe, but it's kicked away. But um, now he has Eric's head in uh, the compactor. I don't know where this is, but... Um, Anyway, oh trust me, I worked in a mall. Every mall has one. They Eric, don't use it for anything. Eric, they just uh, have one. Eric's able to switch it around though and put Christopher into the compactor, and he is decapitated. Kill six. That's a great kill scene. It is, yeah. Um, Peter searching for Melody. Buzz isn't helping. Cardi and Harvey are talking about the mall party, and then they. Uh, <laughs> They see this, the, the severed head of, of Christopher, but it's so bad. It's such a bad head. I love it. I think it's an awful decapitated head. It looked cool when it happened, but the he- actual head that's shown, mm-mm. I'd fuck it. So Buzz goes up to... Buzz goes up to Susie, and he's like, Melody's in trouble. I don't really know how he knows that, but Melody is in... Eric's mall house now. Okay, you know, all of Phantom of the Opera, whenever he brings, uh, I can't remember exactly uh, the damsel's name, uh, down to the, the catacombs. Yeah. So he's brought her, and she's unconscious, but she's on the couch, but she wakes up, and she sees her pictures everywhere, and then she sees Eric. 
Um, but also, by the way, I forgot to say this. She looks like a low-rent Christine Taylor. Anyway, um, she looks up and sees Eric working out. And, um, yeah, it's just like Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, just like it. Yeah, instead of a piano, he's got a weight bench. Uh-huh. So Same she, shit, different smell. Yeah, she walks up uh, She walks up behind him, and uh, at first it's like, can he talk? I don't know, but anyway, he takes off the mask, so... Uh, and then he starts talking. And when he does, I'm glad that Eric oh, has God. finally hit puberty. He goes, sorry about the way I look. <laughs> sorry about the way I look. <laughs> It's like, wow, dude, like, I didn't know fire, like, you know, I didn't know, like, being a fire burn victim, like, Sorry did that about dude. the way I look. I really apologize that I've become such a fucking man. <laughs> so he. Check this out. I'm about to get swole. <laughs> he says he's been protecting her and he lets her touch his face. Nothing will ever hurt you. And jerk off pants. I've been jerking off under this mall for years. And then he goes, Andy, we'd be together again. Yeah. Um, <laughs> okay. So, yeah, bro. in the meantime, Peter thinks Melody is in trouble and tells Karen, that was a mistake, Buzz and Susie are trying to figure out a way wait, to... Wait, 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 wait. So, Peter tells uh, Buzz that they're in no, trouble. No, he tells... Uh, Karen. Karen, okay, yeah. Yeah, yeah. But at the same time, Buzz and Susie are trying to figure out a way to get the uh, mall cop out of, I guess it's a Cardi, out of the, or no, it's not, it's another random mall cop that we have never seen before. He's trying to figure out a way to get the mall cop out of the control room, so he goes into the into some room that has a camera on and does some dumb dance and then moons him. I think this is the birth of the weasel. It is. And so it worked because Mall Cop leaves the control room to go find him. And then Susie sees those keys on the ground. Okay. So back to Eric. Um, his place it was the place that he, his mall house now, it was always there. And it was a place below his house. That, I don't know. It's weird. Um, and also, he starts showing Melody a bunch of these clothes that he stole for her, and he wants her to put them on. Try and on. It, she's it's like, what you wanted. And she's like, I don't want to. And he's like, it's Peter, isn't it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, it, It's Tiffany. And he's like, well, when we were kids, we made vows, okay? Like, what? You made vows to each other when you were six? So, like, okay. okay. Hey, don't break those bonds. Um. So, anyway, it looks like a... Don't make vows that you can't, you know. It looks like Eric's going to crawl out of the sewer and uh, go after Peter. <laughs> crawl out of the fucking air vent. This will turn into like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Get out of air conditioning unit. <laughs> so, uh, Susie and Buzz find, find the keys next to the vent. They go inside the vent. Eric is terrorizing a closed store. Like, no one's in there, but he's just in there just terrorizing it. And Peter sees him. But he gets away through the vents also. Melody doesn't have any clue how to get out of this mall home of Eric's. And also, she, she had changed well, her... Also, isn't Eric freaking out because... She doesn't she, love him. Well, she she said, I'm in love with another person. But she only said that. She walked up behind him and said, hey, Eric, how's it going? Yeah. And then he took off his mask or whatever. And which, then she didn't like that. No, that should show the shallowness of Melody. And also, I was like, like that's why I said, yeah, she changed her uh, mind about Eric real fast. Yeah, she's been talking this whole fucking movie about how great he was. And this guy's been doing everything wonderful. He was just embarrassed about his fucking uh, scarification yeah. of his face. 
And then the second he shows his true love who's been talking about him, who I guarantee he could hear through the vents, at least he could smell one of her farts. <laughs> uh, I will say, because, you know, he's been whiffing around. Uh, it's like, wow, what the what a bunch of shallow shit. You know, yeah, the second so, he's like, hey, listen, I'm disfigured, but I've done everything for you. And it's like, ah, it proves it for you. All you guys out there don't do shit. Fuck them. Right. Who cares? And that's not just guys. That's girls, too. Fuck them. Who cares? It doesn't matter. Love Anyway, dies. Eric starts the timer on those bombs that he had set up earlier. Okay. Again, where did this motherfucker get bombs? No, I don't know. I don't know where he got any of this shit. So, Does the mall have, like, you know, a, a shop? A bomb shop? Yeah, a bomb shop. Sure. Genius Peter finds an open vent. Genius Peter. That's a joke because he all he did was go into the store that Eric had just been in and the vent was still open, so he went in it. Okay, cool. That's what I call my dick. Genius Peter. Susie and Buzz are also in the vent. Eric knocks... He keeps knocking to egg... I guess egg Peter on to like get him to follow him. And he does follow him like a dumbass. And then um, he sees the decapitated body of Christopher, and then he finds the sewer. Is, is this the return of the toilet cobra? I don't know when that happens. Because the toilet cobra comes back. It comes back a couple times, but it's it's really like a moot point because it doesn't really do anything. But well, no, I, I understand. But I mean, give credit where credit's due. That fucking snake was in this movie. Yeah. So Eric is telling Melody he won't let her leave. Um, and I'm like, well, he's changed because he used to be so nice. But he's like, without me, you have no life. And he kisses her. family now. Yeah. So he kisses Watch her. Watch me lift. And he says he's going to destroy what's above and they will be safe underground forever. Oh, this is very similar to Phantom of the Opera. Yeah, exactly. Peter's still walking around. There's a, That's when you see the snake. And you think he's trapped for a second, but never mind. There's just a huge opening that he just goes to. So who cares? Um, Melody is... And mind you, it's not just a snake. It's our boy, Toilet Snake. Yeah. But Melody that dude bit a dick, man. Now that dude sucked a dick to death. Melody has n- now thinks that perfect Eric is insane now, but he will have his revenge. And then he says, "I'm just sorry you won't be sharing that with me." Well, that turned quickly. I thought he was sharing it with her forever, but okay. <sighs> oh well. Well, I mean, you know, it takes a minute. You know, the the process of grieving. It took literally a minute. Uh, he's in denial. So Peter finds finds her fight ensues between eric and peter um so yeah melody loves peter now <laughs> she says it at that point and then it's a hell of a way to get together how'd, she, you, yeah, how'd she, you guys get together it's like oh, well, well, you wouldn't this believe guy it. Was... my ex disfigured burned uh, boyfriend uh he blew, he was trying to blow up a church or not a church but a mall but uh morgan fairchild was there and uh, now we're <laughs> now we're married yeah so she pushes him down eric and um there's a fire now though down there. And so how are they going to get out? At, at this point, I, I did not care anymore. I was like, stay in there. I don't give a fuck. I was locked in. Um, So, whatever. Eric wakes up. Melody and Peter are getting away. And also at the same time, Harv and Karen are giving some dumb speech about uh, all uh, during all of this happening because it's, you know, the July 4th party, yeah. which Eric marked. But I, I feel like this was going to happen on any date. I don't think it mattered that it was the 4th. Anyway, um, Buzz and Susie find Melody and Peter in the gra- in the vents, and they escape to the mall. 
Um, Melody and Peter go tell Karen about the bomb. And she gets a fucking gun out. Morgan Fairchild for you. Yeah, Morgan Fairchild has a fucking gun. She gets a See, gun I out. Thought, I thought that shit was just found footage. She gets a gun out and she says... <laughs> She tells him not to ruin the party. It's like some like blooper shit that they just put in the movie. I was like, well, you know what? I think this bomb that's about to go off is that kills everyone. It's probably going to ruin the party more than your gun, but or or more than Melody and uh, Peter or whatever. So okay. So Susie and Buzz get on some scooter kind of thing. It's a, a it's scooter a with a sidecar. Yeah, it's a big sidecar. So they get on that. They find that. They get on that. And um, while Karen takes Peter and Melody to the office, um, she so she finally admits she covered up the arson. She doesn't believe that this bomb exists until fucking Eric comes out of the ceiling. I thought he was underground. So how did he? I, that's why I don't know where they are. This is getting to my favorite scene in the movie. So he gets down. He falls from the ceiling to fight Peter and then Karen, and then he throws her. Through the glass from the office, two stories up, and kills her because she lands on a shard of glass go, that no, goes through no, her no. chest. Yeah, yeah. She's impaled. Yeah. Uh, this movie has Morgan Fairchild thrown through a window and impaled on something. This is one of the greatest movies ever made. <laughs> Nothing against Morgan Fairchild. I love her. I'm just saying this happens. So now for some reason, which doesn't make much sense, Melody and Eric are on this are up on the ceiling beams, tightrope, tight, walking. Wait, wait, wait. We, all, we also, like, missed a part where, like, apparently this mall sells flamethrowers, and Eric flamethrowered, mm. uh, I can't remember what character it was, but he flamethrowers somebody. Oh, I'll get, I, I get to it if it's a death. Yeah, yeah, it's definitely a death. Oh, we'll come back to it later, but I, like, this mall is very strange. And also, again, I'm just going to say Morgan Fairchild being thrown through a goddamn fucking window and impaled on something. Thumbs up. Nothing against Morgan Fairchild. Just you never, that. never so, saw that. Anyway, I know I've said that before. So I'm just reiterating. Melody and Eric are tightrope walking on this high ceiling beam in the mall. By the way, there's still a fucking bomb that's about to go off, but okay. Buzz and Susie are back at security, and uh, people are just like watching. Melody and Eric at this point until Buzz makes an announcement to leave because of the bomb. So then people start leaving. Um, Good on you, Polly. Now Peter, who was knocked unconscious during the fight, he's awake. Harv is still trying to do damage control. Um, Melody's hanging from the fucking July 4th banner now. Um, So Akari shoots at Eric but misses, but finally hits him in the arm once. Yeah, yeah. By the way, at this point, there's a minute and 33 seconds left on this bomb. Um, so Eric attacks Harv. If that's what you think, because, you know, times on bombs in movies, you know. Well, that's what it says. That's a different kind Whatever. of time, Emily. So Eric attacks Harv, and he's like, do you want to catch settlement? So, no, Eric torches Harv. That's what it is. Yeah. yeah. The, torches but, him. But apparently there's flamethrowers for sale in the small. I guess. So that's kill eight. And then he torches himself in the process, and falls to his death. Yeah. Kill nine. Then Buzz and Susie show up just in time with their little scooter car um, to get uh, Melody Peter and Peter. And, Melody. Yeah. and they get them all out before the mall explodes, and then everyone's like, holy shit. An hour later, 
There's a news crew there. Eric got what he wanted, but Peter did better. This, this is Peter yeah, he's says this. Down he Eric's did better girl. because he got Melody. It's a fucking weird thing to say, you know? Yeah, yeah. So anyway, Eric's still in out in the rubble. Why? Why is this dead guy still just sitting in the rubble an hour later? And did his eyes open or did he move? I don't know. It kind of looked like he might no, have. No, no, his his eyes didn't move. Um, I was expecting one eye to open or something yeah. like that. But it, uh, I will say, like, I was left... The only part of this movie I didn't like, I was left at the end with, like... Okay, so... It shows him in the rubble. That's the last besides, shot. Besides, like, the maintenance and then the, man... And then the outro music that you well, like. Besides the maintenance man, and I think one or two others, is like, Eric didn't really do anything that bad. And on top of that, he was kind of the hero, and he lost. Yeah. Like... It's the same story of like Phantom of the Opera, but in the Phantom of the Opera, I'm not trying to sound well read or anything, but the you Phantom don't. is not a good guy. <laughs> he he's an obsessive weirdo. Yeah, well, which is weirdo. so is Eric like, though. But in the Phantom of the Opera, he didn't have a fucking history with the fucking girl. Okay, yeah. You know, like this wasn't like. Eric did everything that this girl, like, he wanted her back, and, like, everything was ripped away from him, and she was just like, no, I'm gonna go with the sexy photographer. Right. And it's like, well, fuck, that's shallow as shit. That's as deep as a glass of water, man. Yeah. And well, I guess that's the way shit you. works. I'm not saying it's women. I'm saying it's just like, wow, people? dude, people suck. So we got a kill count. I'll go through it really quickly, even though we kind of went through it during the... Um, movie one we have stanley who's the who's the mall cop stabbed with darts two the repairman face shoved into a fan and sliced three is Devin the mall cop electrocuted and has one eye removed um for the piano guy he's shot with an arrow the day prior plus a snake bite to the dick five justin he's strangled six is christopher the fake mall cop arsonist he's decapitated by the compactor seven is karen she's thrown from the second story and impaled on a shard morgan fairchild Eight is Harp. He's burned to death. And nine is Eric. He's also burned and falls to his death. Okay. So we have a, just a few fun facts. Not very many. Um, the music buzz plays in the, control, in the control room with the subliminal messages. Can also be heard in SpongeBob SquarePants. Is this a conspiracy? Mm. Wow. Okay. Sorry. Two. This is the same mall that's used in Chopping Mall. Is it? Mm-hmm. I was thinking that. Yeah. Um, Harv was in that. I was the guy that you said was in Philadelphia. Uh, not Philadelphia. Always, it's always sunny in Philadelphia. Yeah. Yeah. He was also in Dallas in the eighties. Um, oh, the show. Yeah. Okay. Which I I kind of thought he was in. I felt like he was in one of, like either Dallas or Dynasty. But okay. Anyway, um, it was released theatrically in Detroit, September twenty second of eighty nine, and L A, December first of eighty nine. Then it was released on video by. You say freeze, I say fries. Entertainment in February of 1990. The estimated budget. Now IMDb can be wrong, but the estimated budget was three million dollars. Really? That's what it said. Oh shit! I was like, okay, well they didn't make that money back. No, no, I, I definitely know. <laughs> I don't also, think so. Yeah. I'd also like to point out that we have unknowingly recently done three different movies that have mannequins in them. Just wanted to say. Yeah, yeah, that is a thing. And then Maniac coming up mm-hmm. for Mother's Day. Oh, yeah. Because you got Taurus Trap, uh, April Fool's Day, she had the mannequin. Mm-hmm. And then what was the other one? Uh, fuck, I can't remember. 
Don't put me on the spot. I don't spot, know. It, maybe I'm just talking about manic, uh, Maniac. Anyway, okay. Well, we're still going to do Mannequin. No, we're not. Yes, we are. So, what do you rate this movie? I rate. I, I know you're going to hate this. I rate it five out of five. You're, that's ridiculous. No, this is my kind of fucking movie. Okay. No, seriously. I like creature features, and I like slashers and everything. My thing is creature features. This is both. I don't really think it's and a creature feature, though. And I also love uh, Phantom of the Mall. Uh, uh, because it's like Phantom of the Opera. It's a thing. And I will say it's way better than, uh, fucking Andrew Lloyd Webber's stage production. And I've read the book and everything. And it's just, uh, I love the old monster movie. I love Lon Chaney. And I will say like, it's fucking ridiculous, stupid. And, uh, nobody needs to watch this movie, but it is fucking I mean, I think awesome. you should watch it once. I think it's fun. I, it's it has, fun as fuck. It has good camaraderie. Um, I love I like a TV, like an old TV movie, so I liked that feel to it. Yeah. Um, The outro song is really good. The outro song is the shit. Yeah. The credits song, oh my God. It had some good deaths in it. Um, Besides the fact that I didn't know where the fuck Eric was the whole time, it made no sense, whatever. Uh, But I give it a 2.75 out of 5. This is one of my favorite B movies. I'd I'd never heard of it, never even known about it until this, and uh, man wonderful well you know what stay gagged on um eric's uh burned face stay gagged on a uh, really shitty yogurt yeah stay gagged on Polly shore <laughs> maybe not yeah stay gagged on morgan fairchild yeah always hey morgan hit me up <laughs> stay gagged on uh digging up somebody's fucking grave for i mean i guess they had a reason but no, no, peter was a pro he was a pro, which stay, is questionable. Stay, stay gagged on people who know how to dig graves. <laughs> um, it's hard. Like not people that are that are supposed to be either. Like oh, the, just the random people, you know, random people on. to do it. Yeah, keep it um, within the lines. <laughs> and stay gagged on all of our social media: Instagram and TikTok. Gag me with a knife podcast. And our website, you can buy our merch, gagmewithanifepodcast.com. And uh, stay away from Andrew Lloyd Webber's version of Phantom of the Opera. Read the book. Book. Uh, book. Uh, and also uh, watch the Lon Chaney version and then uh, watch Phantom of the Mall because it is awesome. I think it's a good watch. So, yeah. It's great. All right, well, guys, see you later.
shop and a place to die. Phase four, the final stage. Victims hide at the minimum wage. Is there a phantom in the mall? Folks around to ask. Is he the phantom of the mall? Or just some rich out in a broken hockey mask? First floor, the power of Zoom. Checking all cleavage in the dressing room. Floor two, the place to be. The girls on a day over 12 or 13. Third floor, I've seen this before. He's out for blood, now he's out for more. Top floor, too much glass brick. I need that like a snake of mine. Is there a phantom in the mall? Folks about you. 